Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another Monday show here on Omnibros Live, part of the Omnibus Collectors Network. It's your boy, Geo here, still petitioning for that freaking Inhumans Omnibus. It's going to happen. I can feel it. Uh, tonight, it's hauls, previews, reads, all that fun stuff. You know about you know about that. I am joined, of course, by my wonderful co-host, Comics Guide. Lou, how you doing, brother? Hey, man. Happy Monday. Great Happy way to kick Monday. off the week, right? Yes. Full of energy. I was tired a couple hours ago because it was a long day, but mm -hmm. I pumped myself up for this freaking show. So I'm <laughs> full of adrenaline. Let's see if that uh, lasts for a freaking hour. I doubt it. So yeah. at some point in this video, I'm just going to freaking crash. Just a heads up. But excited to be here nonetheless. And thank you to the chat. You guys are lovely as always. That was me earlier today at work around, uh, I want to say, 2 o'clock. I was just feeling... Like, oh, no, and crashing fast. For whatever reason it was, I was I was just not feeling it. I got home and I knocked out for like an hour. You know what's been happening? Um, I know we're a minute into the show. Mm. We're, I'm getting old, and a lot of the times at work when I have lunch afterwards, I just want to sleep for a, for like two hours, and I'm like, I am I am so tired. I'm dozing off looking at the computer screen. Yep, like, I can't was, deal with this. That That was me today. 100%. That was me today. I had lunch. I came back. All right, I'm going to finish all this paperwork and stuff and process all the stuff that I got to process. Yeah. And then around <laughs> two, I'm like. It's the worst. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I was supposed to do. So my, for my job, I do um, screenings. So yeah. I kind of help evaluate some kids and stuff like that and see if they need placement for special needs and stuff like that. That's kind of my new gig. And I told the lady that's in charge of my department, hey, I kind of have to apologize. If I go to this, I'm probably going to fall asleep. <laughs> she's laughing and she goes, yeah, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah. I uh, hope everyone had a great weekend. Yeah, it's all right. Thank you. Thank you, Jesse, for always being first here. Uh, Tasty Melons in the house. James. NFL dude, Ant for seven to eternity. Yeah, we're going to talk about Ooh. that in a few because a lot of people are going to be looking to buy that. Hopefully it does sell out because that's awesome when a book does that. Mm. But a lot of people get upset because of the reprints and Seven to Eternity is going to be a low print book. So ugh, we'll talk about that in a few minutes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, William Lee, thank you for joining. Mike, AG81. Good evening, everyone. Good evening, Mike. Good evening. Two graphic novel. Evening, Omni Bros. How are you? I'm doing all right. How about now? Uh, Otaku Bros. That's on... on uh, Oh my God, I can't remember the calendar. On Thursdays uh, with uh, Riley. He's not here tonight. What's up, Gio and Lou? Not that we're not otaku, you know. Yeah, Any great socks? Uh, half hour power naps always work for two. And I tried taking a power nap, even though I wasn't supposed to because I was uh, on the clock. Okay. Uh, and, and I started dozing off for like a, like five minutes. And then somebody randomly, it had nothing to do with me because I'm in an office. Uh, yeah. they let uh, something drop or they slammed a door or something and I just woke up and I and I immediately thought like <laughs> World War II was happening or World War III, sorry and I just got back to work. I'm like, no, I'm not I'm not doing this thing. Let's power nap. So my office is just me and another lady that work in there. Yeah. And it was last last Thursday. It was last Thursday that nobody was in the office. It was just me. And the, the thing is, we are in another building entirely that's empty. The, build, yeah. the, the thing is just 
nobody there. So my boss wasn't at work. The building was empty. I was getting really tired around two. And I'm like, I'm going to set my alarm just 20 minutes. And I, set, and I took like a 20-minute power nap. And I felt great after. There you go. Uh, just turned 41 a couple days ago. Hey, happy birthday. Luckily, I got my nap in earlier. Nice. Me, says Charles Wilson. Uh, Cleveland Brown watching RRR after the Queen's death. RIP, Queen. Mm. Uh, so, yeah. However, I got to say, when it comes to power naps and getting a good night's rest, mm -hmm. what's most important is getting the right books before getting a good night's rest. You got to make sure to lock in those orders. And you can do that by visiting our sponsor's website. That is, of course, InStockTrades.com, your home for all things collected editions, whether it be omnis, trade paper bags, manga, hardcovers, box sets, all that and more. You can get it at InStockTrades. Your home for collected editions. Orders up to um, orders of fifty dollars or more. Sorry, gets you free shipping. Fantastic customer service and wonderful packaging. That's IST, as we like to say. And of course, if you uh, buy week to week, you get that sweet loyalty discount, so you get an extra two percent to that to that order. For example, here, uh, th these are the deals from last week. Obviously, tomorrow is going to change at noon Eastern Standard Time. You're going to get the new books. But you still have time to snag these books at great discounts, like the Robbins book, for example, being 50%. You had that loyalty discount, that'd be 52%. You're not going to get that at another big retailer. That is super cool and super awesome of InStock Trades to uh, offer some great deals and sponsor your Omnibros uh, after so long. It's been uh, so many years, and we're super happy to continue to collab with mm -hmm. IST. We love them, and I know you guys do as well. Uh, that's InStockTrades.com, the official sponsor of Omnibros Live here on the Omnibus Collectors Network. Yeah. Um, thank you. Thank you, Tasty Melon. I, 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 I surprised myself as I was saying it. It was completely improvised. That's how the pros do it, man. <laughs> hey, guys, did the Sweat and Soap box set get released? I think it was delayed a bit. Or it hasn't come out yet. I am interested in that, by the way. Uh, let me check on that real quick while we are here live with you guys. Lou, do you know what Sweat and Soap is? Um, no. It's a manga. It's a rom-com, and it has a very unusual premise. Hmm. I'm going to read the first volume uh, for you guys, the first description. Yeah, the box set comes out uh, middle of October. Uh, Comic Z Master. So you still have to wait a full month for it. Mm. So Sweat and Soap is a manga about uh, from what's her name? Uh, Kintetsu Yamada. Mm -hmm. uh, this It's about a girl living her dream, working at a toiletry maker, Lilia Drop. But she has a secret. The reason she loves the company so much is that she's ashamed of her body odor. And their soap is the only thing that's ever helped her. So when the company's lead product developer, a perfuming genius, approaches her in the lobby and wonders what that smell is, she's terrified. But could it be that he likes it? That he likes her? And most surprisingly of all, she might, she might just like him back. So it's a kooky, odd, random premise. But it's a very sweet and wholesome rom-com that I do recommend you guys check out. It actually sounds kind of cute. I was laughing with my wife yeah. just 
it is getting a live action adaptation in Japan. Mm-hmm. Yes. And if you guys buy the box set, which just cracked me up the other day, yeah. you get the first six uh, volumes. I think there are a total of 12. And it comes with an exclusive sheet of scented, sniffable stickers included. In a, in a place like Sweat and Soap, um, in a place like Sweat and Soap, I don't know about scented stickers, but what are you going to do? <laughs> it's kind of uh, like Earthbound. Earthbound came with those stickers when the game first came out, and it said this game stinks on the back of it and all that stuff. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, you know what I'm – because we're kind of on the subject of manga and anime. Cyberpunk anime drops tomorrow. They premiered the first three episodes today on Twitch, I think, too. I I I need to watch that. I that drops tomorrow, but that's Adult Swim. So uh, no, but it comes no no the whole thing comes out on Netflix. It comes out on Netflix tomorrow. Uh yeah, I don't have a Netflix account, but I'll find a way to watch it. <laughs> Studio uh, Trigger, man, it looks. Have you seen some of the trailers for this? It looks, yes, it looks nuts. It looks fantastic. I think it's going to be even better than the game and the original board game and the original books. I, it looks chaotic. I love it. Oh, dude, they they look like they capped. It looks just nuts. It's so, the trailer is just random as hell, and it looks and, crazy. Yeah. If anybody's wondering, it is extremely not safe for work. So yeah, for not for the kids to watch. There's a lot of violence and nudity and sex and all the cool stuff that parents don't want you to see. I can't wait. I'm super excited for this. This looks awesome. Um, I know I shouldn't. No, 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 no. You ask whatever the heck you want. <laughs> whatever you want. We're going to answer everything. Don't worry about it. The person that is against manga is not here tonight. Mm-hmm. So you guys get a freebie and a free pass. Ask away whatever the heck you want. We'll, we'll talk about it. We'll chat with you guys. Uh, I shouldn't ask about manga, but did anyone read Inuyashiki? Is it any good? Inuyashiki is fantastic. I really love that series. Mm. Uh, it's 10 volumes, if I remember correctly. And it's... Uh, oh, Let's see if I can remember how to do this uh, impromptu. Uh, Inuyashiki is this uh, old man gets turned into a cyborg and becomes sort of uh, the hero of Japan, and he's fighting to save uh, the world. But the twist is that it's an old man, uh, an old guy, and he has a family to uh, take care of. And it's very wholesome at times. It's very brutal. And the mm-hmm. ending will pull at your heartstrings. It's it's one for the records. I really enjoyed the uh, the ending of it. And it does have an anime, if you guys want to check it out. It's done by Studio Mappa, which is doing the Chainsaw Man anime. So if you like that type of animation, you'll be right at home with uh, Inuyashiki, the anime. That one's on Amazon Prime. Uh, hey, guys. Hi, Dean. I pre-ordered the Fantastic Four by Millar Omnibus recently, but I have I have got the impression that it is one of the worst... <laughs> sorry. One of the worst <laughs> FF runs, according to some. I want to read it since it comes just before Hickman. I will be honest with you, Dean Winchester. I had the hardcovers because at one point I wanted to get as many modern Fantastic Four books. And then I realized I don't really need to do that. I just want to get the stuff I like. And I ended up giving those books away. It has good art. I believe most of it is Brian Hitch. 
and there are a couple of cool ideas in it. It's yeah. just not a hundred percent great. It has a lot of like eh moments to it. I so, am also going to tell you that I would recommend you read everything else before you read Hickman's run because it can be argued that Hickman's Fantastic Four run is the best Fantastic Four run on par probably with Stanley and Steve Dick of Steve yeah Stanley and Jack Kirby. Kirby yeah. Is it really the worst though? Not not the worst. It's just not that great compared to uh, like the Mark Wade stuff, for example, or Jonathan Hickman. Hell, I know, I know, I'm gonna get some flack for this. I know, I'm ready. I'm, I know a, what I'm, you're I'm gonna a, say. I'm a big I boy. I know what you're gonna say. Even the Matt Fraction stuff. Uh, 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 I I would rather read the Matt Fraction stuff for the FF portion, the Future Foundation. Yeah. Before going back to the Miller and Hitch, Millar, Miller, whatever, however you say it. The FF stuff, yes. The Fantastic Four stuff. Oh, no, no. That no. was on par with uh, the Mark Miller book. That was horrible. Yep. Uh, NFL Dude says Cyberpunk will be the best Cyberpunk anime since Psychopath. Nice. Larry, that's just like my opinion, man. <laughs> No way, Hickman's vastly overrated. Eh, yeah, what are you gonna do? That's my opinion, man. Like, uh, Mad Fraction is my. There you go. Gabe loves a lot of Fantastic Four stuff. Shout out to Gabe. Thank you for being in the chat, buddy. The Doom stuff in that run is worth. That's what I mean. Some parts of the run, mm. uh, there it has some good ideas, especially yeah. the Doctor Doom. But the majority, the, the overall scope of that run, it's not that great. I read a Fantastic Four book this week. You want to segue into that? Let's I go. Do. Go for it. Um, so I, I wanted Gabe to be here tonight. He's in the chat. He couldn't make it, unfortunately. Love you, buddy. And I read Fantastic Four Full Circle by Alex Ross. Uh, Alex Ross did the art and the writing on the series. And this book is special for a lot of a lot of different reasons, mainly because we haven't had Alex Ross do interiors in Jesus, how long has it been since Alex Ross has done interiors on a book? Uh, a long time. Uh, it's been yeah. quite uh, at least a decade, I think. I don't know. Yeah, it's been a minute. And uh, Alex Ross for all for Alex Ross is kind of known now as the cover guy where he does really cool covers and that's that's awesome. Hey, get your bag then. He did a, all. Did he do? I think he did all the covers for Immortal Hulk, and some of those covers are just oh my god, mm -hmm. just yep. beautiful, beautiful stuff. You know, he he's done Marvels, he's done Kingdom Come and stuff like that. So, needless to say, Alex Ross is regarded very highly in the industry. Uh, for those of you that have never read any of his work, I always recommend Kingdom Come. This came with a lot of expectations and a lot of hype, and a lot of people wondering, well. You know, we know the art's going to be great. How's the writing? Uh, I'm here to say that the book is fucking great. <laughs> Just all around. Writing is is so good on in this. The art is, it's a part of the, you know, pardon the pun, but it really is fantastic. Hey. And the thing is, it's not what you would expect with, it's not what you would expect from Alex Ross. It's his style 
but it's changed just a little bit. Oh shit! I thought you were gonna be on. I think Gabe heard the Fantastic Four signal and said, "I'm jumping in." Yeah, he's getting echo. Can't from. hear. Oh, because I got the wrong headphones on. Let's give it a second. I'm, I'm giving you a second. There we go. I'm an idiot. I had the wrong headphones on. Don't worry. <laughs> I just worry. got off of work. I just wanted to hop in real quick. Uh, I got stuff, you know, the wife's really sick and busy right now. The kids are beating her up. Uh, but this book, so phenomenal. Good. Fucking so everybody else just stopped doing art this month, this year. You're not going to win. Like, so we joked before this came out, and we said that the Eisners next year – Everybody that thought they were going to come away with the best artist Eisner, they might as well just, they're not going to get it. Yeah. It's just not. And, and the thing is, I didn't know by how much this guy would win. And Alex Russell is going to blow everybody else out of the water. Every artist that, that is putting out stuff, it, just hang it up for, yeah. for next year at least. It, it's a treat, like you said, because I, I can't remember the last time we got interiors from. Alex Ross. I want to say it's probably Kingdom Come. I'm not sure, but most of the stuff he's been doing is covers. Uh, he does a lot yeah. of commercial artwork, video game covers. I mean, he did like the artwork for the Academy Awards one year. Like he is that caliber of an artist. And this artwork, thank you, Gio, for showing it, man. It's awesome. not, his, but it's not traditional Alex Ross. It's not. He changed his style. This is, and I was saying it last week uh, when you weren't here, uh, Lou. But this is like. When, like, an actor that's well known for being like a really hard ass actor, mm. and then you see him change and become like a villain in a movie, like Robin Williams or, or something along those lines. That's what this is. Where you're like, is this the same guy? It, it has, you know, that Alex Ross sensibility. You know, it's it's a lot of photo reference and and, and things of the sorts like that. But the color palette is just complete. 1960s yeah. college dorm room yes. black light too much weed kind of uh images going on like, it is right. <laughs> stellar like every page looks like this if you guys haven't gotten this yet in the chat you're missing out like he does a lot of photo reference but it's not like it doesn't come with that stiffness and that like lifeless feel mm -hmm. that a lot of photo reference comes across these days or yeah. you know Things of that sort. I don't want to get negative and start talking about certain artists, but it's yeah. this is amazing. Like it's again, you're like, is this Alex Ross? It looks like him, but it's not that overtly uh, very super lit, airbrush kind of feel to it. Yes. It's it's the art is spectacular, and the story is not the best Fantastic Four story. But it's a perfect Fantastic Four story. Yes, hundred percent. And and that's the thing I think that caught me because we knew it caught me off guard because we knew the art was in this was going to be amazing. It's it's like it's a it's a guarantee, you know. There was no doubt about it. I just didn't know one how great the art was going to be, and two how solid the story is. This feels like it could have been in the Kirby and Stan Lee era. This story. But it doesn't feel like it's him copying Kirby and Stan Lee. It feels like it's very much his own thing. It's a, it's definitely a sci a sixties seventies sci fi feel. It's definitely a Silver Age comic book, but without that goofy, written for an eight year old Silver Age kind of comic. You know, it's yeah. very 
it's 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 basically a sequel or a continuation of Fantastic Four fifty one. This man, yeah. this monster. Now you don't necessarily need to read that to understand this book. He does a really good job of kind of spoon feeding you what you need to know to you know continue with this story. But it doesn't hurt to check that out. But just the fact that it just takes place. Or not takes place, but it, it, that it, it's it, it stems off of a one of the best Fantastic Four stories there is, mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. not like oh this takes place like two weeks later. This this doesn't take place in the Silver Age. It, is, it doesn't seem that way, but it is just a romp. It's such a fun book. They go into the negative zone. The whole book is basically the ne- the negative zone. Yeah. It's a perfect Fantastic Four story because he nails the family. He nails like the bickering between Johnny and 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 the thing mm-hmm. he nails sue and and reed's relationship sue and johnny's relationship reed and the things relationship like all the relationships he, he has nailed down uh, down pack the story is sci-fi they're explorers again this is what i like about the fantastic four they're not superheroes they don't just show up and go we're here to save the day everybody haha <laughs> you know it's always something that that happens to them they're very they're very proactive, but mm-hmm. most of the Fantastic Four is very reactive where it's like, oh, hey, I found this new element or I found this new dimension. Let's go poke it and see what we can get out of it. And yeah. same with this where some, something happens. I'm not going to get into the, the details so much, but something happens where they are like, oh, crap. Now we have to go into the negative zone. And it's this whole trip into the negative zone. So it's a perfect Fantastic Four story of them being explorers and adventurers as opposed to being you know, superheroes. Yeah, and part of me, so part of me, part of me wishes that Doom. So, kind of somewhat spoilers. Doom does not show up in this, no. and I would love to have fucking seen Doom in this art. Just at, give me at least one yeah. panel in this art. Yeah, that weird pink, blue, yeah. orange that he uses throughout this entire thing. Yeah, and the thing is, there are so many little details that, at first glance. I, I urge you guys, when you pick this up and when you read it, really read it. Re- look at the panels. Look at the, the way he sets up everything. Look at all the stuff in the background, the foreground. Look at the little details because it took a lot of work. And there's stuff that's easily easily missable in a lot of these panels. There's certain little Easter eggs in the background, uh, especially towards the end. And God damn it. It's, it's beautiful. It is beautiful stuff. Yeah, it's well done. I mean, it's it's. I mean, the storytelling's on on par. It's 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 perfect storytelling. It's a really fun. Uh, he, he does a lot of fun with the panel layouts. The double page spreads are just like forget about it. Like, Gorgeous. It, it's it's. The, you can get the uh, the book signed, and I'm thinking about doing it. You can get a signed copy of the book, and that double page spread that Geo was showing. Um, that really black lighty looking thing for like 125 mm-hmm. bucks you get the signed book and that print and i'm it's half tempted. tempted to do it again just to get that print because it's tempting it, it's i like i've always loved alex ross's art but i was always just like all right it's, it's alex ross it's another just really you know overly lit kind of feel and that's fine i love it it's his style but this is he is just he's stretching he is working some new muscles yeah and i love it this is ugh. well look look at how the Look at how some of them. So they have these new suits, which I love the redesign of the suits. I think mm-hmm. they look awesome. And he doesn't do too much with it, but he does just enough where you could go, okay, these are new suits. Yeah. 
look how the material stretches with Reed Richards and you see the actual stretching of the material mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And look when the thing is moving and the, it's just little stuff like that. I think a lot of artists today just don't bother with because it, a, it takes a lot of work to incorporate that stuff, but it just makes this a little bit more special than your run of the mill book on top of the fact that it's been a long time since we've gotten interiors from the man. I'm, I can easily say this is this is my book of the year, oh. and I don't, I don't think it, anything's going to top it. Honestly. Art wise, there's there's no there's no doubt, no doubt about it. I mean, story wise and book wise and things like that, maybe a different story. You know, might be something out there that's better story wise, but art is this this guy is lapping everybody in art. Yeah, yeah, and it's kind of not fair. It's Alex Ross, and he's probably had <laughs> you know a couple of years to do this, you know, but but still, it's what came out of this is. Thank you. Like we don't deserve this. This is so good and such a different expectation. So and it's not. Cheap. It's all different colors. It's not like oh, this is a regular blue or people mm -hmm. are lit. It, nobody's really lit the same way. Or you know, it's like it's like a blue pink outline. It's such a cool idea. It's such a cool way of how you did it and stuff. Yeah, he. So he has had this. I have seen these designs and the uniform and stuff like that and sketches of this years ago. And it was, if I remember correctly, for a project, he's been wanting to get off the ground for a while. And everybody was going, dude, you need to do a Fantastic Four book. And lo and behold, we got it. We finally got that yeah. project. Yeah, it's finally. Finally got a good project out of him. But I, I, I would be happy if he came out with one of these every two to three years. Yeah. Not to be every year. I'm not greedy. <laughs> but every two to three years, man, give me another Fantastic Four story. Yeah. story. Give me a Spider-Man story. Just give me something every two to three years. And there was a panel in here, and I don't know if maybe I'm reading too much into it. There was a series of panel, panels in here where it's a character is talking to Reed Richards, and the character is basically saying, you're washed up. Nobody cares about your work anymore. Everybody looks down on you now. And I was like, maybe this is kind of Alex Ross speaking to us directly about some of the stuff that he's been dealing with over the last few years. Maybe. Because you know, artists are the most difficult people on themselves. And it was kind of Alex Ross coming out and saying, no, I'm still I'm still one of the best in the industry. And and I'm leagues ahead of almost everybody else in this right now. Yeah, that's great. But anyways, I'm out. Uh, I, was, I just wanted to talk about this with you real quick because we were talking about it in the chat. Um, look at the nihilist. And this is like... He does that airbrushy art right here a little bit. Mm -hmm. Like these, these are all like flashback scenes. Is, is that kind of airbrushy art? But like, look at just like the coloring at the top, how they're lit with the orange and the green. Like it's, it's, yeah, the, the dude's a genius. And he really just, he's just really showing off for what he can do here. But anyways, yeah. I'm out dudes. Enjoy. All right, bros. All right. Take care, buddy. So yeah, bottom line, this is my book of the year. And uh, you guys should absolutely 100% be picking this up. I don't think the regular edition is going for too much. I think it's what, like 30 bucks for the non-slip case? It is, it's, it's out of print or out of stock. Already? Yeah, it, it sold out pretty quick. Yeah, I figured. Uh, and when you, know, when you go to cons and stuff like that, I expect several of these panels. Because you know how they do it at cons where you, have, you can buy the Alex Ross prints, but they're huge. And they run at like thousands of dollars. I expect, if you, I'm sure you've seen these. I expect a few of those to come out of this this book. Yeah. Uh, 
This is supposed to be a new line of comics by Abrams Comics Art and Marvel together, but I don't think anything else has been announced. I think you'll probably see an announcement maybe next year for like a Comic-Con to say something off the top of my head, but I don't think you're going to get that regularly. No. No, no, Just no, a no. special collab from time to time. Yeah. I, I, I think this is going to be, like I said, every two to three years we might get one of these. Somewhere. Still on Amazon. There you go. Uh, post the link in the chat, Charles, so people can grab it. And it's definitely if if we get so, Alex Ross just isn't a monthly guy. Like you know, he'll do covers, but for a book like this, you just don't do this on a monthly schedule. It's gonna be if he does decide to do another one of these, it's gonna be probably in two or three years that we get it. Yep. Is there a regular size OHC or only OHC? Um, I thought it was like magazine sized, right? The book. I, I don't have it, but they I, are oversized hardcovers. But I think it's wider. I don't. I don't know. I missed out on getting it. <laughs> yeah, I've got a digital copy, and that thing looks gorgeous on my tablet. James, you should take a look at MTIs by Diego Agrimbao. I read this sun. I read it this Sunday, and it might be on my top ten list for the year. Nice. Empty eyes. Everybody check that out. It's the same height as an omnibus, but wider. There you go. Magazine sized. There we go. Uh, I read a manga that a lot of people are going to hate, but I'm going to talk about it anyways. Just for a, uh, a couple minutes. Mm. I read the second volume of Succubus and Hitman. Okay. And it's a guilty pleasure. I'll say that much. Because <laughs> it it's it's really it's really hardcore. Like, like like to curse on this show, it's some really hardcore shit, guys. Um it definitely earns its uh R rated or N C seventeen rating. It's basically a world where uh this kid <laughs> saw the murder of his parents and sister and he also got killed and was offered a chance to reincarnate into the body of a dying young kid. And a succubus is helping him exact his revenge. So he goes full John Wick style on the bad guys. Guns, and it's extremely violent. Uh, really, really macabre at times, especially with the whole demon aspect. Mm. And there is a lot of grotesque uh, violence in it. And it uh, yeah, it's, if you like that sort of thing, uh, go check it out. It's it's pretty rough. I like it because I attribute it to like watching a B movie where you you go in and you can uh, what's the word I'm looking for? You can um, disengage your mind yeah. from the violence and just see it as a as a action story. You know that type of hyper violent story or whatever. So it doesn't bother me personally, but it does have some uh, crap ton of uh, uh, triggering worthy material, as the kids say. I won't get into that. So I read that. Uh, I'm currently going through uh, Beastars. I'm like two volumes behind. I love that series. It's great. Um, I don't know. Yeah, it, it was a slow week because I was working on my on my YouTube channel, so uh, I'm working on a couple videos. Oh, but awesome. this week I'm going to read a crap ton of books, so next week 
I'm going to give you guys an update, uh, a couple uh, graphic novels and comics. So stay tuned for that. Cleveland uh, Brown, how can anyone hate that manga? A lot of people hate manga. <laughs> I, 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 see, I see the dislikes on the channel. People do not like when uh, I talk about manga on Thursdays, which is hilarious to me. I don't care. Uh, yeah. If, if I may. You I may. picked up uh, Stephen King's new book. Oh, you got it. That was on Friday, right? That was coming out? Yeah. Uh came out sometime last week. I ended up okay. grabbing it Friday. It's a thick hardcover. It's like 600 pages. Uh, la, la, la. It's good stuff so far. It's What's very... it about? We haven't gotten Stephen, Stephen King... Huh? Nothing. Go ahead. Go ahead. Stephen King hasn't written a, a fantasy novel in like 10 years, so it's kind of him coming back to it. He's been mostly doing crime and political stuff in the last few years, which... I don't know. I've heard it's not bad, the stuff he's been doing. Yeah. So centers around a kid who he ends up befriending an old man. And through certain circles, this is literally the back of the book. So mm -hmm. the old man ends up dying. He leaves a dog behind and he leaves a set of keys. The kid ends up opening the, the barn door in the uh, in the shed in the back of the house and there's kind of like this well that's a portal into another world and it's stephen king basically messing around with the classic fairy tales and our perception of what classic fairy tales are and kind of going into the brothers grim stuff and incorporating that into this world and i haven't gotten to any of that stuff because i've heard uh, I'm not that far into it. I'm 60 pages, but apparently the first about 300 pages of it is very slice of life. It's Stephen King doing what he does best, which is building up the characters, building up the world, kind of getting you invested in the old man, the dog and everything like that before he pulls a rug from under you and stuff happens. So, but it was good. It's, it's really good so far. I'm 60 pages in and I can't put this down. Anytime I can find spare time to read it, I, I pick it up instantly. I'm I'm really liking all I'm, the thing I like the most about it is Stephen King is one of those writers that really gets how to write that coming of age story down packed. He's very good at it, and we've seen him do it multiple times in different stories. And it's just another one of those. So I kind of recommend it so far, but I'm not that far into it. I know the fact that it might be 300 pages before we get into the more fantasy stuff is going to be a turnoff for people, but so far I recommend stick with it. Nice. Shout out to Smoke Them if you got them. Light them up. There you go. <laughs> I like it. Uh, have either of you two read uh, Gillen's Ones and Feature series? It's definitely my favorite comic series right now. I've only read one issue of it, and I love the art. But I can't give you an honest feedback on it because I just read one issue. Hmm. Um, what would you want to see tomorrow during the direct? Hopefully, video games. Wind Waker. <sighs> no, but yeah, um, I'm not gonna. I'm happy with whatever. Mm -hmm. People get too uh, wound up about it about it, and then when they don't get the game that they want, they throw yeah. a hissy fit on Twitter. So well, I just I'm just in it for the ride, man. Whatever they want to show, I'm like, cool. But hopefully Wind Waker, yeah. Yeah. Well, we know what their big fall game is gonna be. It's Pokemon. That's that's their big fall. They usually come out with one huge fall game a year. And it's gonna yeah. be Pokemon. Yep, yep, yep. Um, you know what's gonna be insane and we're deviating uh from comics. Um 
if they announce Wind Waker, it's gonna be a sixty-hour game. <laughs> oh jeez, I'll pay it. I'll pay it. Okay. I don't mind it. I'll pay it. I'll buy the freaking game again. But like, <laughs> it's been out for how many years? Jesus. Ooh, GBA library for Switch Online. That's been that's been rumored since before the N sixty four stuff. So yeah, I'd be I'd be down for that. Yeah, the GBA is one of my favorite line. I loved my Game Boy Advance. That was such a great con- little console. Yep. Uh, speaking of consoles. Actually, that's a terrible segue. Let's go into previews. <laughs> Sorry, that did not work out like I intended. Hey, real quick, I was going to say, speaking of, and then I just remembered, wait, we're talking about video games. That doesn't work. Real, real quick, what was your history with the Game Boy before we kind of jump into the previews? Game Boy, the OG Game Boy. Same. And then I got the Pocket Color. Ooh, what color? Blue. I think it was blue. Nice. I got a Game Boy Color. That was, my, that was my second one in lime green, and I got it the day after Christmas. Walking into Best Buy, awesome. my parents, my parents wanted to get me for Christmas morning, but they couldn't. They're like, "Look, here's the money for it. We're gonna go hunting tomorrow for a Game Boy Advance for a Game Boy Color." And the second Best Buy we walked into, they had one left, and it was lime green. Nice, that's an iconic color, in yeah. my opinion. What were the other ones? It was after that. Pocket color, and then I jumped all the way to the DS. I never got the GBA because at that time I wasn't gaming hard into the gaming thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, I, I got the Game Boy Advance after that, and it was the clear one where you could, it was purple, but it was clear. You could see the inside of the system. That's bad. I love that. Thing. Uh, I had that. Then I moved on to the DS and 3DS and all that other stuff. Nice. Uh... Let's see if I missed any questions before we do the previews. Um, no, apparently not. Caught up. That's good. That's good. Uh, guys, uh, chatters, please leave a like. Share this video on social media if you'd like as well. Really helps out with the uh, good old algorithm. Let's share uh, the screen here. Let's go with Lunar. With all the DC books that you can get. This week at In Stock Trades, unfortunately, uh, Jess is not here. Uh, he's in a uh, vacation mode for a bit, uh, and we did not receive the list of percentages. But we're gonna guess because that's fun. And then on Wednesday, you can make fun of me if I screw up. Uh, let's do the DC stuff here first. Of course, you're gonna get a crap ton of Batman stuff, including Batman Black and White trade paperback. And Batman 1, wait, Batman 1 Dark Knight. There we go. This is a black label book uh, by Jock, uh, written and drawn by Jock. Yeah. All three issues. I need to read this. I think it's going to be worth it just for the art. Yeah. If you're a fan of Jock, uh, you'll be happy with this. Uh, more Batman stuff. These are all single issues. Don't Jesus. Know. Yeah. Dark Crisis, Flash, uh, Harley Quinn. Wait, is there another Harley Quinn variant? No. Yeah, there's another book. Harley Quinn, uh, 30 Years of the Maid of Mischief, the deluxe edition, containing a crap ton of issues that feature Harley Quinn. Jesus. So that's cool. 
DC, would he kill you to put out a booster gold book? Just one. Oh, no, I'm not greedy. You're asking too much. I want a booster gold book. Just one, please. Joker, Harley, Criminal, Sanity. Trade paperback. I believe this came out ages ago in hardcover. And you can get the trade. It's not going to be uh, magazine size. It's going to be like a regular trade. Collecting issues one through eight of Criminal Sanity, Secret Files number one, and an all-new story from the Harley Quinn 30th anniversary special. So that's cool. This has more content than the original hardcover. Uh, let's see if I'm missing anything. I think that's it for DC. Oh, no. Everybody's favorite. It's King Shark from Suicide Squad with a bunch of uh, just the six issues of Suicide King Shark, Suicide Squad King Shark by Tim Seeley and Scott Collins. <laughs> there you go. He's eating uh, birds. That's not, he the has jeans. That's not the lovable oaf I saw in the Suicide Squad. I don't know why he has jeans with a belt on. Why does he need a belt? Okay. Uh, can I just say, I love what they've been doing with King Shark lately. Between that, between the Suicide Squad movie and the Harley Quinn show, He's, oh, become yeah. a he's become a lovable oaf. Yep. Not that one, though, in the comic, but yes. No. Uh, Teen Titans, Raven, Beast, Beast Boy. Nah, I can't talk tonight. Teen Titans, Raven, Beast Boy, and... What? Teen Titans, Beast Boy loves Raven. There you go. Box <laughs> it, 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 you're with me, right? This is a, a like a tongue twister. Teen Titans, Raven, Raven Beast Boy, and Beast and Boy loves Raven. Raven boxing. Yes, yeah, no, that's that. This looks like something you would see on Teen Beat magazine or something like that. And Th this has uh, a claim. I've never read it, but I know a lot of people like it. It's one of the stronger YA books, uh -huh. uh, young adult books of the DC line. And all three volumes right here are on one box set for sixty bucks. You gotta say, you gotta say, you're not selling me on this so far. I don't know, man. Okay, I should give it a shot. I shouldn't judge. Yeah. Seventeen-year-old Garfield Logan struggles to overcome his lack of high school popularity. Dude, if 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 this were real life and you can turn into animals, yeah, I think you would be pretty freaking popular, regardless of how you look in okay. real life. Yeah, no, good. I'd be doing that all day. Every kind of animal, from a chinchilla or however you say that, to a friggin' orangutan. I'll do that. Yeah, I'd be a meerkat in gym class or something like that. Yes. Uh, so this is coming out. Uh, Teen Titans Beast Boy, whatever. I'm not going to read the description. You can check it out yourselves. <laughs> and a bunch of Wonder Woman books. So not a whole lot. Mostly Batman, Harley Quinn, and uh, King Shark for some reason. And the box set right here. From the other publishers, oh, Image Comics, Bloodstained Teeth, uh, trade paperback, volume one, Bite Ooh. Me, from Christian Ward. That sounds super, super cool. I want to check that out. Same. Uh, Seven to Eternity hardcover. Probably. From Rick Remender and Jerome Pena. Probably the book of the week for a lot of people right now. This has a supposedly uh, the printed 8,000 copies, which sounds like a lot, but it really isn't because you have to factor in like online retailers and comic book shops and all that stuff. So it is going to be a little limited. So it, once it goes out, 
I don't think they're going to. I mean, they, they're boasting that they're not going to reprint it, but come on. Money talks. I think they're going to be reprinting. Yeah. So this is the complete series, all 17 issues. I'm thinking about it because I do have most of the Remender stuff. Uh, mm -hmm. So this would look great, even though I'm not going to read it anytime soon, but I am thinking of getting it. A Supper Club trade paperback from Jackie Morrow. Looks super cool. Uh, Dark Horse has a bunch of books coming coming out. Uh, you got Art of Deathloop hardcover. This is an art book from the video game. Uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla Forgotten Myths uh, hardcover. Now this I'm excited for. Chat, you got to help me out because when I was putting everything together tonight to make this stream, I saw this book called bird king volume one escape from feather hill this looks absolutely riveting i am super excited for this please chat if you've read this is this something i would dig i love this i'm gonna share the the thing hold on Ooh. Uh, bianca Bianca, teenage apprentice to an infamous arcane blacksmith, is forced to flee her homeland and seek out Atlas, a fabled land of light ruled by the Queen God. She is joined by a mysterious guardian spirit known only as the Bird King. Together, they will have to overcome dozens of enemies to reach Atlas and along the way, unravel the mystery of the Bird King and their ancestral connection, an original graphic novel. I I love everything that I'm reading here, and this cover looks super badass. I love it. Yeah, this looks cool as hell. I like this. So I, I'm not reading the comments in the chat. Uh, let me know if they say something positive on it. Yeah, or if they trash it. If it's bad, you can say it. <laughs> that looked really cool. I wonder if he practices bird law. Some of you in the chat will get that joke. You know what would have been cool is since, oh, this is Dark Horse. They can't cross over with uh, Murder Falcon. Anyways, oh, God, I would love yeah. that. Bird oh, King, God. Murder Falcon, they're both birds. <laughs> uh, Black Hammer Omnibus. You guys should be picking this up. That's yeah, this it. is, uh, we already had this in hardcover. Now it's coming out in softcover uh, mm -hmm. omnibus format. And speaking of uh, omnibus format, the BPRD uh, Omnibus, Volume 1, which should contain the... The frog stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah, this is this is very early BPRD stuff. Like a frog. Yeah, this is... Uh, so BPRD started off kind of as a pseudo-Hellboy book where it was telling one-off stories. And then eventually it branched off and it told one continuous long narrative, which is a little bit different than your traditional Hellboy, which was... Hellboy, for the most part, continued to be a series of hero short stories. Yeah. With a very small through line that's connecting all the other stories together. And then eventually you get four or five issues that were huge moments in Hellboy that moved the story along at a big pace. BPRD starts similar to what Hellboy is. And then it just goes into its own continuous story pretty much all the way through. And it's so good. It's some of the best comics you can read. Yeah. I, I still have not read the final arc of bprd but everything else i have read i do own everything and it's fantastic like you yeah. said uh speaking of fantastic uh ec archives shock suspense stories volume two uh giants volume two 
Goldfish, trade paperback. Iyanu, Child of Wonder, volume two. Love and War. Okay. Madman Library Edition, hardcover, volume three. That's a big one that a lot of people are excited for. Uh, if you've been collecting that series in Library Edition. Uh, Plants vs. Zombies, the Zomnibus, Volume 2, hardcover. Mm -hmm. Powers, Volume 1, trade paperback from Bendis. And uh, uh, this has been printed so many times. <laughs> now on, on Dark Horse. A Sword of Hyperborea, hardcover. From the world of Hellboy. Mm -hmm. I need to check that out, too. That sounds awesome. Uh, virtually Yours, trade paperback. And The Witcher, Library Edition, hardcover, volume two. Lots of, I think, uh, I think Dark Horse wins this week. They got a yeah. bunch of cool stuff here. A little bit of everything for everybody. This is very much a good Dark Horse week. You've got, you've got your pickle a lot, man. There's a lot of good content that if you've not delved into any of this stuff, you've got Bird King, which is new. Yeah. You've got Black Hammer, uh, BPRD Omnibus. There's, Jesus, yeah, there's a lot of good shit here to, to, Bite into. Speaking of biting, uh, Rick Ray says Bloodstained Teeth is awesome, but Christian Ward, uh, Christian Ward is writing and not doing art. Gotcha. Not a fan of Dark Horse calling Thick Trades Omnibus. I mean, I yeah, I know what you mean. I, I got you. It, it kind of it, it's weird, but they're not wrong. That's the whole point, right? Everything grouped together. Uh, IDW, just one book, Sonic the Hedgehog, Volume 12, Trial by Fire. That's cool. Marvel has a pretty slow week. Only four books. Uh, Ben Riley, Spider-Man, Trade Paperback. I think this is a collection of stories. Or a mini-series, sorry, my bad. Uh, one through five. Uh, Spider-Verse, Amazing Spider-Man. This is, uh, for the... For the younglings to read up on Spider-Man. Star Wars Volume 4, Crimson Rain, and the What If Miles Morales trade paperback. Is, does this have the infamous... I'm not going to get into this discussion, but I wonder if this has the... Uh, you know what I'm getting at? The Black Asgardian stuff? Uh, I don't know. I really yeah, don't know. You know what I'm referring to, right? With uh, think, controversy. Yes. Oh my God. Yeah, I, I forgot about that. Yeah, I remember it now. Where I don't know if it's in here or not, but I I would think it would be, but at the same time, I would be surprised if Marvel decided we are going to bury this and never never acknowledge it ever happened. Yeah, let's let's just uh, talk about it. <laughs> let's put out other stuff. I so I wasn't offended by it, but I was like, "This is some cringy shit." I wasn't offended either. I just thought it was dumb. Yeah, like this is the best you can come up with. Um, Dynamite, uh, Army of Darkness, nineteen seventy nine, and Deja Thoris, Jess's favorite statue, Volume Ooh. One, An Outcast of Mars, and Red Sonia, Volume Three, Children's Crusade. Cool, cool. Uh, the NFL, other section. NFL dude says Thor Morales should be in that book. Okay. Mm. There you go. Hey, Animal Crossing. Uh, manga. Yay. Arcade World. That sounds dope. 
Arcade World Chapter Book Hardcover Volume 4 Earth to Aliens. Be kind, my neighbor. Cool, cool. Uh, Abby, something. Agent Moose. These are all the books that you guys are going to get, right? Everybody's going to ditch Seven to Eternity. You guys are going to buy Agent Moose and Air Warriors World War One International Aces Volume 3. Because <laughs> who needs Seven to Eternity and Jerome Pena artwork? This is where it's at. There you go. Uh, Call of the Night. It's one of my new favorite uh, current manga that I'm reading. I love that series. It's a vampire manga, if anybody's wondering. Uh, Changeling, Volume 1. Uh, Sika Tricks. Silver Pocket. Uh, the Phantom. Look at that. DC Comics. Complete DC Comics Phantom Hardcover Volume 3. Up oh, 3. Nice. Uh, Cryptid Club Hardcover. That sounds awesome. I hope the Chupacabra's there. Uh, Cat Cafe Collection, one cup at a time. Uh, Diary of an 8-Bit Warrior. That sounds fun. Uh, ooh, Dragon Quest. I Guys, I highly recommend Dragon Quest. One of my all-time favorite shonen-themed manga of all time. Phenomenal series. Mm. Uh, Doug's Hardcover. Uh, Eleanor Wonders Why Forest Giants. Everything is okay. I hope so. Is it? Uh, I hope so. Andrews. I'm not going to say it. <laughs> uh, off squad. Remastered. <laughs> it's missing a letter. That's why I did that. Just in case for the audio listeners. Uh, Fangs. This is another uh, vampire-themed manga. Uh, Five Nights at Freddy's. Fly Me to the Moon, Goddess Girls, The Great Gatsby Adaptation, uh, Hell, Nebraska, Heroes in Training, I don't know any of these books, uh, Hit Me, Volume 1, um, from AWA Upshot, uh, Let's Get Burgers, Let's, uh, I, could, I could eat a burger, let's go, uh, Living and Dying in America, that sounds like a heavy, sad read. Uh, <clears throat> Louis and Bear bite. Louis and Bear bite back. Louis Bear. Whatever. Love Nest. Uh, lower your sights. Lower your sights. Uh, Mad Woman of the Sacred Heart. Uh, reprint from uh, Mobius and uh, Hodorowski, or however the hell you pronounce his name. Uh, Magical Boy from Graphics. Monster Planet from Xenoscope. Nico Bravo. And Trial of Vulcan. Nightfell. No kidding. Noragami Omnibus. Uh, also, I wanna I wanna I wanna rant. Can I rant? Do we have time? Yeah, we still we, we're not at an hour yet. I saw some manga collectors upset with the Noragami Omnibus. Have you seen have you read that by any chance, Luke? I haven't even heard Noragami. of it. No. <clears throat> it's a popular manga with the kids. I've never read it, nor have I seen the anime. I've always wanted to. <clears throat> they were complaining because it's too thick. I'm like, <clears throat> guys, I'd rather <laughs> it, it, it looks great that it's thick. <clears throat> and at 20 bucks, that's that's a steal. Three volumes and one, 600 wow. pages. Let's go. <clears throat> so that was happening. Uh, no world, nowhere girl. Sorry, 
from Fanagraphics, Prince Valiant Hardcover Volume 25 from Jeez. 1985 to 1986. Holy smokes. Right on from first, second books. Uh, what the hell is happening here? Rock Collector One Shot from Silver Pocket. Sprocket, sorry. Okay. Uh, more manga. Oh, Asylum Voice. That's a great series that everybody should read. Uh, the second hardcover. Nice. Go back up. Go back up a little bit. Sailor yeah. Twain. I don't know. I don't. I know what he's on a boat, obviously. But my mind went to like Sailor Moon and Mark Twain, kind of doing like a pretty girl transformation and stuff like. <laughs> uh, when a riverboat captain rescues an injured mermaid from the waters of the busiest port in the U.S., he unleashes a calamity, of course, that only true love, if such a thing is possible, could avert. A mysterious and uh, a mysterious love story with elements of Poe, Twain, Hemingway, and Greek mythology. Sailor <laughs> Twain is a study in romance, atmosphere, and suspense. In this new edition, Sailor Twain is printed larger than ever, uh, showcasing the charcoal artwork in all its glory. It also includes new back matter, such as an author's note about the inspiration behind the story, an insider's look at Mark Siegel's unique and painstaking creative process, and never-before-seen tribute art from beloved comic artists. I'm not going to read those names, but they're there. It's uh, European names. Fighting evil by book light. I am I'm, the one named Sailor Twain. I'm intrigued. Chat. Anybody anybody read that in the chat? I'm still waiting for the other book. What, what was the other book that I wanted to get some feedback on? Bird King. Anybody read freaking Bird King? <laughs> no, apparently not. I, I I haven't seen a single Bird King comment here except no. uh NFL dude that rented Harvey Birdman on PSP. That's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you. Uh, let, me, let me check Sailor Twain for a minute. This is the 10th anniversary edition hardcover. All I'm saying is I'm going to be very disappointed if there is not a magical girl transformation in this book and it doesn't involve Mark Twain. Yo, this art's wacky. Uh, let me show you the art. What do you think of this? Is Charles Dickens' tuxedo mask? Is that what we're getting at here? I hope so. Let me finish this and I can show you the art. Uh, Tragic from Legendary Comics up to No Ghoul from Harper Alley. Cool. Fanographics, Walt Disney, Donald Duck hardcover box set, Ghost Sheriff, and Hondurica. Okay. Uh, the other box set, Parrot and Beagle Boys. Another box set, Shacktown and Trick. And another hardcover, Volume 3 of Donald Duck. Uh, Castle's Secret, new printing. Uh, they're also... That's a bunch, wow, that's a lot of duck books. New printings of Walt Disney Donald Duck Hardcover Volume 3, Castle Secret. Walt Disney Donald Duck Hardcover Volume 4, Christmas Bear Mountain. Uh, wow. Volume 7 of Donald Duck, Trick or Treat. That should be great for Halloween. Uh, volume 10, Secret Honrika. New printing, uh, volume 12, Black Pearls Tabuyama. Volume 15, new printing, Under Polar Ice. And the Uncle Scrooge hardcover box at Poor Man and Seven Gold. New printing. Jesus. So, 
I, I wish Jess was on tonight because Jess would be eating good, man. This is a lot of stuff that he likes tonight. I'd love these characters. I just don't have any sort of space to collect this. But if I could, I I would grab all of them. This is awesome. Yeah, and I think Jess is kind of in that boat too because I think he's downsizing, so he wouldn't be grabbing too many of these, but I know he has a fondness for all this material. Yeah. So that's that's what's happening. Uh, if I were to do the fifty, if I were to guess for the fifty percent off deals of the week, uh, I think it's going to be. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm not gonna pick Marvel because really four books. That's pathetic. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I would pick from Dark Horse. I would go with maybe the Black Hammer Omnibus. Uh, maybe sort of Hyperborea could get a discount, a sweet discount. I could even see The Witcher Library Edition hardcover volume two. I could see that. Uh, the Batman book, I could see it getting a discount, uh, deal of the week, the jock book. So those would be my bet Dark Horse and um, DC. Yeah, this maybe, is, maybe seven to eternity. Who knows? Probably. This is Dark Horse's week, hundred percent. This is oh, yeah. they got the best stuff out this week. So definitely. Uh, here is a look at Sailor Twain. Uh, give me your feedback on this art. Mm. Whoa. This is all in charcoal. Wow, you're kind of selling me on this. I, I don't like whoop, sorry. I don't know what's happening. Uh, oh, mermaid boobs. That's all right. It's a, it's a fictional character, guys. Don't worry about it. Don't report us. <laughs> Unless she's black, then people will get mad. Hey, oh, oh, yeah. We're going to get that. We're going to talk about that on Top- Wednesday. Topical joke. Yeah, baby. Sailor Twain and the mer- or the mermaid in the Hudson. So this is all done in charcoal. That's really impressive. Has a very cartoony look, but at the same time, very noir heavy. Obviously, because of, of the blacks, duh. But still, it's got that. I really like this. I think this looks great. Man, if I were, I'm kind of crazy and, and kind of want to pick this up just for the hell of it, because yeah. I like I like uh, stories like this with mermaids and like the mystery of it. I might grab this. I might pick this up digitally if it's available. So there it is. Sailor Twain. I mean, it has something odd to it. I've seen like video games with this art style and yeah. other indie comics. So is William Defoe in this? Oh, that would be great. I think I'm kidding. <laughs> so has anybody in the chat read uh, Sailor Twain? Because apparently you guys have not read Bird King either. Thanks a lot. I'm joking. Um, uh, I have the Love Hina Omnibus and their bad quality. But that's different. The new Kodansha Omnibus editions are really freaking good. I have the Seven Deadly Sins Omnibus and they're built pretty freaking sturdy. And people are complaining, I don't know how to read such a thick book. I don't want to hold it in my hands. It's too heavy. Uh, the spine will crease, and I won't be able to uh, display it properly. I'm like, then buy the single editions and stop complaining, you know? I'm yeah. pretty sure we're going to get a dislike from a Kodansha fan at some point. So just 
going to get that out of the way now. <laughs> I just thought it was silly. Uh, our world of comics and, and graphic novels, when it crosses over with the manga stuff, like mm -hmm. in this case with the term omnibus, they're not used to the word omnibus. That's sort of a new thing from uh, this past decade. Yeah. Um, and when stuff like the three-in-ones and all that come into play, they get really visceral and upset on Twitter. It's it's so dumb. But okay. I just had to point it out because it was, it, you know, it's a seer. It, it looks great. I think Riley showed it off last Thursday. He has a copy. Oh. Uh, it, it looks great. And I don't see it creasing or breaking apart. It's not the end of the world, guys. It's a book. It's meant to be read. And if you don't want it, you can still get the singles. So It's a book. It's meant to be read. No truer words have been spoken. Gio wanted to tell them where they could pick up a bunch of books where they can read. Yeah, baby. Uh, you can get it at InStock Trades, your home for all things collected editions, where you can get your omnibus, straight paperbacks, hardcovers, manga, and so much more. Deals up to 50% off. Uh, orders of 50 bucks or more gets you free shipping. If you order on a week-by-week -week basis, you get that sweet, sweet loyalty discount, adding an extra 2% to that order. Uh, all the books that we talked about, they're going to be available tomorrow at noon Eastern Standard Time at InStock Trades. So uh, get go over there and get that 7 to Eternity hardcover. And let's see if we can uh, sell that out, get that book out of stock quick. So that is your mission. You got to check out InStockTrades.com, your home for collected editions, and, of course, the sponsor of Omnibros Live here on the Omnibus Collectors Network. Shout out to ISC. All right. Uh, I'm going to read it anyways, Tasty Mulling. Check this out. Check this out. Just for the algorithm. The Lighthouse has way too much... Uh, yeah. How do I say it? Um, Master yeah. Batillon. Okay, yes. In it. Uh, where is Jess? Uh, vacation. Yeah, he's just chilling. He's enjoying his time. He's chilling. He'll be back next week, I think. I don't know. Sometime. Who knows? Who knows? He's on assignment. He's on, on assignment. Sorry. <laughs> Omnidog is turning off when he ought to be turning up. What's up? Um, so, yeah. We got, like, I got, like, four minutes, three minutes, two minutes. Uh, ask me, ask us anything. I don't know. Oh. Dude, I've, yeah. been reading, I've been reading a lot of prose lately. It's I've just been devouring prose books for whatever reason lately. I, I get in this mood every few years, and that's kind of where I'm at right now, so. Been reading a lot of stuff. That's Gabe awesome. and I this past Saturday we did our uh, Secret Wars slash second half of Hickman review for the patrons out there. That was really nice. fun. We had a good time talking about it. Um, Edman says that the cover of Arcade World looks like a cover from an Atari game cartridge. Let me pull that up because I agree. Looks really fun, fun and whimsical. If I can get to the freaking page. Mm. Previews. I'll go back to previews real quick. Get that cover for End Man and for everybody else. I wish we could get more arcade-related comics. That'd be great. Yeah, that's a subject that I'm fond of. I love arcade gaming. Um, 
Yo, this covers a lot of fun. Uh, share screen. Here we go. Arcade World graphic novel, Earth to Aliens. That'd be awesome. That's read. really cool. Yeah, I like that. Mad Woman of the Sacred Heart is perhaps my most disappointing read ever. Wow. It felt like they phoned it in for this book. Ooh. I haven't read it, but I'll believe you. Uh, uh, what else is in here? Madman Library Edition Volume 3 might have been moved into mid-October. It is so confusing keeping up with all the plays. Well, if it doesn't show up tomorrow, then you can blame Endman for that. <laughs> uh, can you have the NFL news comment at 922? Uh, I sure can if I find it. There we go. Lou, I dropped a PO. For, I, I, you read it. I don't know what's happening here. Yeah. I dropped a PO for Cormac McCarthy's The Passenger and Stella Marissa with the weekend. Barnes and Noble is running a 25% off sale. I'm not exactly sure what uh, PO is, but considering <laughs> that book, this well, it's two books. Haven't come out yet, and they're coming out. Pre-order. Pre-order. Thank you. I think it's pre-order. I think smart. I'm intelligent. Um, <laughs> uh, I am. I can't wait. Cormac McCarthy is my favorite author of all time, and I the fact that we haven't gotten anything new and we're getting two books of his this year, I'm super excited. Nice. I need to put an order for those in. Ooh, I like this question. Geo, if MCU Medusa isn't a redhead anymore, will you rage? Maybe. Wow. I think that's one of it's like MJ. Yeah. You gotta go with uh, Mary Jane. You gotta go uh she gotta be a redhead, you know? Because if so she's she, blonde, then that's Crystal's shtick, her sister. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? You know <laughs> Crystal's gonna be a redhead and then Medusa's gonna be blonde. That's what they're gonna do. If you guys know Summertime Rendering, the manga and anime, uh, Shiori has Medusa-like powers at some point in it. And when I saw the episode where she fights the bad guy and she's literally doing the thing that Medusa does with her hair. So that was pretty cool. Uh, next Imaginot. Thank you for joining. Uh, Lou, just for you. Speaking of the lighthouse, were you able to watch The Northman? And will you be picking up Morrison's new novel, Luda? That's a no on the first one. I still haven't watched The Northman. Uh, I keep saying I'm going to plan on watching it, but this has been such a good year for TV that I just keep getting distracted and picking up stuff and watching stuff. Uh, will I be picking up Morrison's new novel, The Luda? I don't know. Morrison in prose to me just... I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I Morrison is so hit and miss with me. When Morrison really hits, he knocks it out of the park for me. When he misses, it's... A very big miss so and i don't want to waste my money on that maybe if i swing by the library i'll grab it but it's not on my to read list because i've got a, a stack next to my bed of prose books that i'm trying to get through right now and i keep changing between different books every night yeah comic z master are you getting my hair academia box set i would but i already have like 30 volumes of that series so i'll skip i'll skip it i am so far behind in that i need to catch up I don't even remember what was the last thing I read, so I, I need to go back and check. Same. I dropped off the Shonen Jump stuff. Uh, Medusa will be blonde and played by January Jones. I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to it. Is but, it me? 
Sorry. Uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no. She she can dye her hair red and still be January Jones. I'll just say that. Is it me or did my hero start feeling kind of samey after a while? I can see that. But I'm not up to date. So, yeah. But I, I can see... Because it's a long-running Shonen series, yeah. and it relies on superhero tropes, and those can get really repetitive. So, yeah. Same with Western comics. So I could see that happening for everybody. I'm like, uh, I own the first 31 volumes, and I think I need to read like 10 of those. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I dropped off big. Um, <laughs> it could be worse. Remember when they shaved Medusa's head Ooh. on the TV show? They did that for a very stupid reason, obviously for budget reasons. But that was—I shouldn't say it, but I'll say it. It's a—it's a nod to the Paul Jenkins run when they do that. However, the emotional payoff. And the the thing that happens in the comic is a million times better. Here on the TV show, they just did it to save money. Uh, I spoke to big fans of MHA, My Hero Academia, and they aren't feeling it after season three. It definitely dips. when After season three, it dips a lot. But it does pick up when they start focusing on the villains. Oh, my God. The villain arc was so good. Yeah, That was very good. Uh, watch the Black Phone. Very good movie. People are mad about it from what I heard. Uh, there's a YouTuber that uh, argues about single Jomneys because he counts his for some reason. Okay. That's weird. There was a Centipede comic, I think. Yeah. Yeah, from uh, from that one person that I can't remember, but there is a Centipede comic. And it's pretty awesome. Cool. Uh Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna start wrapping up. It's a quick episode. Any other questions? Drop them before we end the stream. Uh, Lou, where can people find you on the uh, interwebs when you're not here with us? Uh, you can find me at Comicscat101 on Twitter, Comicscat101 on YouTube, where there's an archive of a bunch of old videos. Guys, please do us a favor. Go on your favorite podcast streaming app. That is iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor. Uh, Apple Music, whatever. We're on everything. Please rate us. Give us those nice reviews because it helps us out a lot. You know, it just uh, it benefits us. So we really appreciate it if you would do that. Gabe worked really hard to get us on those streaming apps, on those the podcast apps, and we greatly appreciate his effort for that. Uh, this past Saturday, Gabe and I did the Patreon. So patreon.com forward slash omnibros live where for five dollars a month you get the archive of all the conversations that gabe and i have had this past saturday he and i spoke about hickman's uh avengers run the second half of his avengers run and we spoke a lot about his secret wars we spoke about the stuff involving d23 and what we thought about that and yeah so if you like gabe and you like uh hearing us talk about a bunch of cool shit why don't you throw us a couple of five, a couple of bucks? It's only five bucks, guys. It's the price of a cup of coffee, and it helps Gabe and I out. Beautiful, love it. Uh, another question for you, Lou. You can you can read it because it's not for me. Sorry. <laughs> uh, thanks for answering. Also on the subject mm -hmm. of long and, and ambitious prose, 
SF? I don't know what that is. Mm. Have you read or do you have any interest in, interest in starting Peter Hamilton? Peter Hamilton's Commonwealth Saga or and Leaky Lickies? Licky Tongue? Imperial Thing series. Um, I'm gonna be honest with you, I have not heard of those. I'm I'm assuming they are fantasy. And the thing is, fantasy with me is always hit and miss. It has to be a particular type of fantasy for me to be really invested in it. I'm more of a horror and history guy. So unless it's one of those two, uh, I kind of pass. And I'm always leery of fantasy because the thing is with fantasy is a lot of writers with fantasy is they have these long-ass fucking books and you need to read 10 of them to get through the whole series. And it's really intimidating and I tend to be a bit of a slow reader with prose. For for example, I've been reading the uh, second Stormlight book for about five months now, and I'm just at the halfway point just because my, I'm so busy. But I'm sticking with it because, one, I love Brandon Sanderson, and two, I genuinely believe the guy's going to be able to finish this series. It's supposed to be ten books long, each one like a thousand-plus pages, Gio. Wow. And he's only – yeah, he's at book four right now. He put uh, Book five is estimated to come out in like 2024. Damn, that's a lot. Yeah. Uh, SF, you you mean it's not Street Fighter or San Francisco? Damn. Oh, sci-fi. The manga of My Academia peaked around 18, 19. From what I've seen, it really doesn't interest me, but it does seem like it lost some steam. Also, it should be wrapping up. The the Mm -hmm. mangaka mentioned that it was on its on road to on the road to its final arc or something like that. I could see that. I think also it was at its peak a few years ago, and I kind of seen the peak kind of just not that it's bad. It's just that fandom isn't as diehard, I think, of it as it was before. Yeah. Uh, Max Bemis wrote the centipede comic. Thank you. Uh, Lionheart is going to be <laughs> in Vegas this weekend. And uh, Gabe uh, is asking if you're going to Amazing Con. It, would it be funny if we continue the live stream so that you two can chat and we just highlight their comments back and forth? <laughs> it's like we're doing the chatting for them. <clears throat> our link tree to all our stuff is also in the description below. Gabe's been doing a lot of behind the scenes work, guys. So link we appreciate him. Yeah, baby. Um, so if there are no more comments, we can close this session. Uh, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Thank you to the chat. You guys are wonderful as always. Thank you to our sponsor. That's InStarTrades.com. Go check them out. Uh, thank you to everyone, everybody watching later. Leave your comments of what you thought of the episode, what you thought of the crazy topics and the shenanigans, all that fun stuff. Uh, on your way out, please leave a like to the video. Hit the like button. Subscribe if you haven't. Hit the notification bell so you get new updates when we go live. We're going to be back on Wednesday talking about movie stuff and comic book stuff. So you won't want to miss it. And then Thursdays, it's a manga-themed episode with uh, Riley and I. Um, Yeah. So that's it. Are we good to go? Oh, yeah, man. Hey, man, I'm feeling great. I'm not Aaron Rodgers. Some of you in the chat, once again, will get that reference. So it's been a good week so far. Okay.
Oh, look, Lionheart says, yes, I'm coming in early enough to go. Nice. Uh, we need a crowdfund. We need to crowdfund a cybernetic toe. Where is this going? For, oh, Gabe. So Gabe <laughs> can return to normal. I didn't know what was happening for a minute. Okay. Uh, I think uh, I think some people dropped off around volume 19 or 20, if I recall. I'm not 100% certain, though. I, I, I don't know. I dropped off after the villain stuff because I was like, man, this is really cool. And then they jumped in back to the regular kids, and I'm like, I kind of want more of the villains. The villain stuff is pretty badass so far. Seeing yeah. Shigaraki level up, and it's he levels up in a big way in that arc. It, and it makes you think, how the fuck is anybody going to compete against this? There you go. Wednesdays, we talk about, oh, James, okay, okay. James is dictating what we're going to do. That's what we're going to do. Uh, we're going to talk about House of the Dragon and what happened last night. Yeah, unfortunately, if you guys don't know, we are a little bit late on that because the show's on Wednesdays, so we can't mm -hmm. talk about it live on uh, House, of, House of Dragon. Yeah. Uh, She-Hulk. Yep. Uh, uh, Rings of Power. Yep. Uh, whatever the hell's happening. Uh, Cyberpunk. We'll probably Cyberpunk is tomorrow, so we're not going to talk about it live. Uh, when does Andor debut? Soon, right? I don't know. That's that's soon. Yeah. Everybody's most anticipated thing is Andor, obviously. So we're gonna talk about that too. Yeah. I think those are on Wednesday, so we can talk about them live. I think we can all agree though. We're Madison stands, right? All of us in the chat. I Madeline. Don't... Is it Madeline Madison from She-Hulk? Oh, 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 M Madison. Yeah, with, with a Y, but you don't know where it is, whatever. <laughs> I I'm liked her. I liked her. I'm indifferent. I don't I don't dislike the character, nor do I like the character. I'm okay. It's fine. I, I usually hate that type of character, and I liked her. Sure. We'll talk about, we'll talk about we'll, it. We'll talk about that later. So thank you guys. Wait a minute. How do people, Gabe? We're ending the show. Don't ask questions. How do people feel about a one time a month pre order discussion on DCBS? Hit hit a one in the chat if you guys are up for that. If you want to see that, a one in the chat. How do people feel about a one time a month pre order discussion on DCBS? Well, people do that because I know you guys are going to type that in. Let me remind you that you can find me on my channel, which I forgot to plug. That's uh, a week in geekdom. I just put out a review. It's spoiler free, so you can check it out on uh, the first battle of, uh, battle angel Alita series. Uh, that was a lot of uh, fun to put together. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I'll talk about an anime and manga there, so you can check it out. I also have a gaming channel, but that's neither here nor there. Don't worry about it. Uh, Gabe, check the Omni Bros email. There you go. We're already emailing each other. That's nice. I was going to vent about my clogged up pre-orders with them. One, one. We all need a friend like Madison. Do we really? Never bought anything from DCBS. I haven't either. I don't. I don't want that pressure of buying something and having to pay for it right there, knowing it's a pre-order and the book won't come in anytime soon. Mm -hmm. I don't like that. Yeah. Just uh, but we can do that. We can do that topic. I don't mind doing that. Just not now. Because I said like 10 minutes ago that we were done, but we're still going. Yeah. That's it. That's, That's it. it. That's guys. it. That's it.
That's it. That's it. Let me find the thing. <laughs> We're out of here. Peace out. out. Stay safe. Drive home safe. Good night, uh, everyone. I don't know. Eat safely and read safely. Just be safe. Mm-hmm. Sleep tight.